was dope. All right, Rufus the villain back in the studio with Tony. What's up, brother? Hey, what's going on? Dude? What are we talking about tonight? Today or, or did what? What? Wait, what time is it? Uh, <laughs> Any, Parts unknown doesn't have a uh, time frame. Uh, well, whatever, whatever space in the lin- the line that we're in, um, Where, wherever the, you're listening to this, the, the topic is fantasy movies. Which I loved this idea when you brought it up to me earlier. I was like, hell yeah, dude. Well, it's, uh, actually, I found myself thinking about the it's topic. My favorite, it's my favorite genre, honestly. Right? It's, I get I get the most out of it. Yeah. It's I mean, don't get me wrong. Sci-fi fantasy is really awesome, well, too. That's well, that's exactly. a whole other. That's a whole other. Yeah, it's a different different genre. So when I think of, sci- when I think of fantasy, um, what automatically pops in my head is like swords and shields and wizards and magic and right and uh goblins and sorcerers and medieval fantasy movies. yeah 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 so like the this one is like this one that i'm gonna like kind of throw into the ring to start off with i'm sure that can i use your fire again yes sure that uh you're gonna have a lot to say about this because you just recently watched the movie is willow yeah actually and that's how i got on the got on a whole tangent of willow's about great that. man willow's no, great i love that they had like a derogatory term without it being a derogatory term calling somebody a peck <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it, it was uh if you guys have never seen willow uh you're what, missing out <laughs> yeah what, what would you call willow's race uh the nelwins the nelwins yeah a derogatory term for them is peck mm-hmm. i don't know why because they're little people yeah yeah <laughs> and then there's the brownies yeah the brownies i stole the baby from a stupid daikini taking like, a pee-pee and uh, a daikini is a tall person yep well that's a, that's <laughs> another that's almost another type of slur really <laughs> the way the the way the nelwin used it yeah. But um no, that whole movie was great. It was actually quite surprising for Ron Howard. I mean, I've seen some of his other movies and they're just not up to par with Yeah, that. we had Ron per- oh not Ron Perlman, um Val Kilmer. Yep. Val Kilmer and Warwick Davis. Yep. I can't think of any other like the big actors in that movie. Oh, that actually that surprises me too because there's a couple of decent ones in there that I recognize in other mm-hmm. like supportive roles. But um Well and the basic plot of that movie was a was a peck. That found a human baby, mm-hmm. but the baby, like, well, the the whole story arc really is that there's an evil sorceress named Bab Morta. That's and right. Yeah. There's a prophecy that a certain child will be born with powers and a mark, and that child will then bring about her downfall. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the child is born, and then the the um, the midwife, you know, basically sneaks it away. And puts it in the river, right? Yeah. Then uh, long, you know, and then um, the Nelwyn find it, and that's when you meet Warwick Davis and his family and their trials Willow. and tribulations. And then from there, they, you know, the basic, uh, like, the basicness is they have to get Dang. this <laughs> child to a specific castle and where a good king and queen will watch over her as she grows or whatever. Right. And, um, yeah, it's actually, it is a really awesome movie. It's written really and well. It's written really it well. It is. You know, and don't get me wrong, though, it does have its acting flaws. Well, it was an like, 80s movie. Yeah. Right? But it was still a wonderful flick. I always loved uh, when um, when Willow meets Mad Mardigan. Yeah, he's in the crow's cage. Yeah, he's like, he starts calling him a peck. And he's like, I'm not going to let you out. From, you're calling me a peck. I'm not going to let you out. <laughs> like, what his was name it? is Willow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like his, uh, his whole thing is he's the greatest swordsman that ever lived. Mm-hmm. And uh, he used a really cool blade in that movie. I forget what it's called. It's uh, it's it's um, 
Only reason I'm thinking about this because I've been watching Forged in Fire. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a blade that's it's basically got a, it encases your arm. Oh yeah, it's the uh, it's connected to basically like a bracer. Yeah, and it covers the entire the entire hand, and there's a blade actually shooting out from yeah. where where the finger or where the knuckles would be. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a really cool blade. I don't know what that's well, called. Well, either. yeah, well, I can only imagine the amount of power that you could get out of that. Well, I I can a blade like that though. I could think it has a lot of flaws. I well, mean, you can't move your wrist. Right, it's it they, they, it doesn't allow for too much. I mean, it's a great stabbing weapon, but I really couldn't see too much more coming out of a blade like that. Well, that other than like the slashing power you could get out of it because of like it, like your hand is straight and you just like swing down like you're doing a hammer fist. Yeah, but you run a lot of risk for uh, injuring your wrist, your forearm, and your elbow. Yeah, on the, and the lack of mobility for me would be, like, the big thing. Yeah, that's the thing. You want to have at least some kind of fluidity in your wrist while you're doing that. Yeah. So what's uh, what's one sci-fi, or sci-fi, what's one fantasy movie that you love? Oh, Conan. Conan. <laughs> that was actually my next one on the list. Conan is actually one of my all-time favorite fantasy Yeah, dude, Conan, movies. like, the theme song. Right. The whole movie was just excellently done. Uh -huh. I mean, granted, they took their liberties at the time, you know, for um, Krom. Yeah, for for from the comic, which is where they got it from. Yeah, and um, but the that's bla the Black Lotus and all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's better not be Haga. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, the lamentation of the women? Do that line. Oh, um, Conan, <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them drum before you, and hear the lamentation of the women. <laughs> <laughs> you know, then, then that's such an iconic line for it him. It really is, man. But it's only fitting, though. I mean, that was his real big breakthrough movie. When he was so physically big in that yeah. movie. He had right? just, I think he had just Mr. done Mr. the uh, Mr. Universe. Yeah. He had already defended his title for, I think, the, the fourth, third or fourth time. Dude, he like was that. steroided out like a motherfucker. You know, I the the thing is, I don't think I think it had a lot to do with it, but not a whole lot. Because actually, I've read his training programs, and then and actually, if you follow it, um, do a lot of the you do altering in the diet and certain things because every every body is different. Um, you can actually achieve those same kind of results yeah. without having to result to anabolic steroids. Well, like I, I remember reading uh, his autobiography when I was like fifteen. <laughs> And apparently, like, he went in Austria, when he started working out, his body responded to it, like, instantaneously. Mm -hmm. His body just, like, responded to it. Well, his first... Um, Hercules? His, well, no, his first medal was actually in a competition in a beer house oh, uh, in big Austria. Surprise. Big surprise. And he did, I guess, the best uh, clean and jerk. Okay. And... Um, yeah, so he first medal from there, and then after that, he just became obsessed with it. And he got huge fast. Mm -hmm. He got huge fast. And then the time he was in the army, he was, <laughs> he was, all, he was exercising while he was doing tank uh, tank missions, tank uh, training missions. Really? Yeah. It's actually quite admirable, really. Yeah. But that's what you do when you're really obsessed with something. Yeah. You do it wherever the hell you are. So let's give the uninitiated uh, what is, what's Conan about. Well, Conan is basically the last of the Sumerian people, which are um, basically destroyed by a vicious cult leader named Thalsa Doom, actually played by James Earl Jones, That's right. which is a wonderful actor. I, I always loved when sh he makes that, that lady jump off the cliff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jump off and say <laughs> that something like the human body's more flesh, flesh boy. Flesh is stronger. Yeah. 
<laughs> I love when he punches that camel. <laughs> now that's another iconic thing right there, man. Punching a camel. You couldn't do, you couldn't do that in a movie now. Oh no, you get unless it. you're Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, and even then, though, he sought to answer to PETA and all those animal <laughs> rights activists. I I read somewhere that he actually did punch that camel. Yeah, that's what <laughs> he I heard. Spit too. on him or something like that. And he, <laughs> he, fu- he fucking knocked out a camel, man. I don't know, man. There's some deep-seated rivalry there. So, uh, so first there was Conan the Barbarian, mm-hmm. and then it was Conan the Destroyer. Yeah, and then we have to get into a weird thing of trademarks with Red Sonia. Yeah, that was. I found that actually to be kind of odd. That that has to be some kind of copyright issue between the studios or however it is the way Hollywood does it. Like, yeah, to where they actually change his name to Lord Kildor or something like that. And he's the same fucking guy, yeah. same sword, same, same sword. sword, same outfit, same everything, more or less. Right down to the accent. Right down to the accent. And, <laughs> and um. <laughs> And yeah, so they changed his name, and which I, is weird because, like you said, Red Sonia appeared in Conan. Yeah, comic books. in the in 1973, I think it was issue 23 of Conan that year, and that's crazy. It that's is fu- that's fucking crazy. I think it is. I think it's it's fucked up. <laughs> but I, it's I guess it's neither here nor there because anyone who's seen Conan sees that movie and knows. Yeah, well, I, that I remember being nine, ten years old and watching Red Sonia. I'm like, oh yeah, that's Conan, right? Like, like, that that's Conan. Like, okay. Right, it's Conan, <laughs> but they don't call him Conan. Because <laughs> like the big, th- the big difference is, and like uh, Barbarian and Destroyers, he was like wearing the loin, the loincloth with the head strap, mm-hmm. and and Sonya, he actually had like a full, like yeah, he had vet, armor, yeah, mm-hmm. like vest and. Outfit. Well, but then again, though, in Conan the Destroyer, he did have a set of armor that yeah. he, that he had worn up while he was looking for Thalsa Doom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always liked. Um, the scene I remember the scene as a little kid though, where there's that big snake, uh huh, like all those women or whatever. And yeah, like, where they're doing the sacrifice. Yeah, I just remember it was like boobs, <laughs> well, boobs. <laughs> I just thought it was funny how fake that snake looked. <laughs> well, back then, it didn't look fake. Yeah, even that back then, it did look fake. But it was, <laughs> but it was still cool. It was yes, <laughs> but yes, it was still then, cool. Then Conan cuts its head off, and it's wonderful, and, every, and everyone <laughs> cheered. <laughs> that would you say that that would be uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's breakout role? That is his breakout role. Yeah, actually, yeah. that is. I mean, he had done a couple of movies. He did. Uh, he did a Blue-eyed Stranger. Yeah, and, and um, God, I can't remember what that movie Hercules. was called. Yeah, he did Hercules Ghost and Ghost to New York. <laughs> um, then he also did. You remember Blue-eyed Stranger? It was a cowboy. Yeah, yeah, like that. That he was actually in that movie with Kirk Douglas, and I can't remember who else. There was actually a couple of fairly well-known actors in that movie. But his very first break in was in uh, the Lucille Ball show where he did like That's a 10, right. minute, a 10 minute role as a, an Italian masseuse. And then after that, he had gotten some bit parts in like Streets of San Francisco. Are, are you sure that was Lucille Ball or was it Three's Company? It was, it was Lucille Ball. Okay. That was uh, okay. Farewell and Goodbye. That was actually, I think, okay. the last, either it was the last or next. That's right. Yeah. He was, he was a masseuse. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And, um,. Then after that, he got bit parts here and there, and then did the Hercules movies, and then he was also uh, in Staying Hungry with Sally Field and Jeff Bridges. His and accent was super thick. <laughs> that that was actually a, that was a trippy movie, man, all about bodybuilding. But then when he did Conan, that was the dun, one dun, dun, that put dun, him dun. that put him over the top yeah. as far as like an iconic role. Well, he was an action hero at that point, right? And then you know that's when things started to take off more and more for him. And he had already, I think, after Conan, he did one more title defense, uh, title defend, uh, defense in bodybuilding, in bodybuilding for the Mister Universe. 
And I think at, right after that is when they did Destroyer. And you okay. can actually tell between Conan the Conan the Destroyer and Conan the Bar or you know, Conan Barbarian. the Barbarian and Conan the Destroyer, how big he was between those two. You movies. can see it. You yeah, because he was actually a smaller in Destroyer than he was in Barbarian. Yeah, you can see it. Oh yeah, you, you can absolutely and, see it. Um, I always loved his sword technique, and like I, I don't. I never took the time to look into it. Like, if you took any like training, there. Well, that's the. I'll like, tell but you. The, way, but the thing, like the way he would hold the sword, like in between his eyes. You like, you know what I'm talking there, about. Well, that was actually a mishmash of different stances. That technique that he's using in that movie. When he, when he holds it upside down. By yeah. their own admission, that was just basically m they just wanted to make something look pretty, so they told him swing your sword around like this, and then make sure it ends up like that. And pretty then, badass, though. Yeah, I'm, well, I mean, it's all essentially. <laughs> kind of improv it's Arnold style is right? what it would be called yeah but it's definitely not a, a validated style <laughs> <laughs> so mm. you and I both are big fans of Conan oh, yeah. that's easy definitely, to say definitely definitely so the the next one <clears throat> unless you have one to throw in the next one I have on my list is Crawl. Crawl <laughs> was great dude. that was a great movie Liam Neeson was Awesome in there. He played such a womanizer. I loved that. Had a wife in every town. I, I <laughs> loved that. I loved that. What was the blade that they had? I can't remember what it was called, but it was that star basically that had the sword blades yeah, at the end of it. And he'd throw it and it would come back it to It would you. come back to him, yeah. yeah. He had to pluck it out of a pit of lava. <laughs> yeah, right. And they, they even did a remake with uh, Kevin Sorbo. No, they didn't. No, uh, that wasn't that, Crawl the Conqueror. No, no, that no. The first one was Crawl, and then there's Crawl the Conqueror. No, no, it, the other one was Cull. Cull. I'm mixing up. I'm mixing. But they yeah. also had the same blade. It, in them. No, it's it's not the same blade. Okay, okay. Stop okay, you right there. Okay, I've seen both those movies. Correct me. Correct me. Cull is a completely separate movie. Well, yeah, and it has I, nothing to do. Those are two different movies. I've got it. I've got it. They mishmashed. just happen to sound really, really, really alike. I've, I've got it mishmashed. But Crawl is the one with the blade. Yeah, Crawl is the one in my head yeah that one is awesome i didn't care too much for cole which, oh, well i don't remember anything about cole but well, like, imagine they take the hercules show that he was on and, which he was, and try to make it a serious movie uh, yeah that were, was what i thought about cull the conqueror yeah, uh, yeah. Poor, poor kevin sorbo man well like in my misinformation let's just move on because i like my brain was like I was gonna like I mishmash the two things and I don't want to get it right. Or well, I, I, I do want to get it right. Well, as far as Kroll goes, what, what do you know about Kroll? Kroll is a fantastic fucking movie. I used to have a poster in my bedroom. Yeah, I remember that yeah. one. <laughs> and well, basically, there's an evil entity that invades this kingdom. It's set in kind of like a weird medieval future. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah, laser, it was, it was where a mishmash of like, like it felt like Flash Gordon mixed with like. Sinbad. See, now that's a good way to describe it, because that's exactly how it was. <laughs> yeah. And, but it was a good flick all in all, though. I mean, they, you know, they, this, like, evil sorcerer, demon-looking thing steals the princess, and then it's left to her. Classic story. Yeah, her prince to go rescue her, and it's, and, you know, and they basically use a lot of, like, D&D-esque story arcs well, within I actually, that movie. <laughs> it, you know, like, I would be willing to put it out there to say that Crawl was based off of D and D. Like oh, yeah. I, I don't know that for a fact. Well, most think about this though. Most fantasy movies that are made between 1970 and now yeah. have deep connotations with D and D because how? I mean, well, you remember the D and D movie, right? <laughs> Actually, I was a little disappointed in that. Yeah, one. well, that it was lackluster because they didn't have funding. Right. Like I just remember the very, very poorly rendered Beholder. 
Right. Like, the, yeah, yeah. the whole thing. I mean, I don't know. They, <laughs> I've seen some fan-based ones or some independent ones that actually Well, YouTube's pretty, got a lot of awesome yeah. ones. There are some pretty decent ones out there, but the first one that hit the theaters, I was sad. <laughs> and the same sad. thing with the cartoon from back in the day. I enjoyed the, the cartoon. I didn't, man. That <laughs> whole fucking thing just annoyed the piss out of me. Well, I just liked like because they they got on like the roller coaster, right? And, and then yeah. they get transported yeah. into the magical realm. Yeah, that was one of my first uh, introductions to D and was like, wait, what? What is this? What's but that? all the like the characters themselves, I mean, were just, uh, I just nah, man. Well, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. You know, the like wizard was a doofus. I, <laughs> the I, wizard was a doofus. The only semi-cool one was the the one kid with was it with a goat or a unicorn or something unicorn, like that. Yeah, yeah. He was the only one that was willing to beat the shit out of somebody. What about, everyone else was just cowering little boobs. What What about the horrible adaptation of He Man? Are you talking about with the, Dolph Lundgren? Oh, you. Know, <laughs> <laughs> that was bad you know i started watching that the other day and i couldn't even make it through the first part of the movie like it has nothing to do with like the cartoon well no it does it does there's skeletor all the all the characters are there yeah like the whole storyline yeah the storyline is what was completely out there the characters were probably the only thing to really what was the little wizard's name that wasn't it wasn't orco in the movie no no not in the movie and that was my it big, was like gizmo or something yeah that weird was my like that. big gripe with that was orco was not in that movie yeah and i love or orco was for me the my favorite character uh, yeah. in the whole well, there, fucking and, show and there was no battle cat or cringer right i mean what the fuck I mean, <laughs> the, the gall right, <laughs> you right. know like how dare how dare like you have a and how dare they drag a decent actors through such a horrible movie? I like Dolph Lundgren. Who played Skeletor? Uh, fuck, I can't he's remember a, his he's name. A super famous guy. Yeah, actually, he was actually he's a very well-rounded actor, and I, for the life of me, I can't remember who he is, and I don't have much life on my phone because it will <laughs> die soon. Otherwise, I would look it up. But long story short, He Man was a horrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> Dolph Lundgren was a dope-ass He-Man, though. Well, yeah. I mean, that was the thing. I mean, they, they could have done a lot with him as the actor and then a lot of the other actors, all the other actors. But whoever wrote it deserves to get kicked square in the yeah, nuts. Yeah, well, there's a reason that there was no He-Man, too. Hmm. There, there's a reason for that. No, but then again, though, I mean, it all depends. I've seen some horrible sequels. <laughs> so, well, a lot of times the first is always better. Right. You know, but the here, here's my, you know, this is kind of off topic, but, like, for me, like, Terminator 2 mm-hmm. was the best. Yeah. Judgment, yeah. Day, Judgment Day was the best. Judgment Day was the best. Even had George Thorogood. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, do you have another one in mind? Uh, well, to in remembrance of the late, great Rudger Hauer, mm. Lady Hawk. Lady Hawk. Lady man. Hawk was, you know, and that's funny because that's his first movie, too. Really? No, no, no. I take it back. I take it back. No. Blade Runner was his first Blade movie. Runner. Okay. And then yeah. after that, I think he had, I think it was the Lady Hawk right after that, or there was another one in between there, but that was within the first three movies he had ever done as a professional. L- Lady Hawk, I remember having the VHS. Yeah. And just watching it over and over. Give a, give the listeners a rundown of what Lady Hawk was. Oh, it's been a while since I've seen it, so I'm a little foggy, but I remember um, basically Rudger Howard 
uh, Rudger Howell. Howell. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> crap. He's a he's a knight. Oh fuck! I can't remember the whole story. Okay. It wasn't he a knight in uh, King Arthur's court? Yeah, he was a knight in a in a in a court of some kind, and then his uh, betrothed was put under a curse that turned her into a hawk by day, or no, turned her into a hawk. But the only time that she could be transformed into a human was within like between certain hours of the day or something like that. Like in the early, early, well, early I remember morning. Well, I remember they even had talks to turn it into a TV series. Yeah. And that, you know, and that, I, I wish, I actually, I need to rebuy that movie. That's, it's Lady been Hawk a while. was badass. Yeah, man. it was. And fucking Matthew. Ru- dude, like, it, it, like, <laughs> right, like, Rutger Hauer gets a big shout out for me. Dude. Yeah. Like, it, I, everything he did was badass. I mean, man. he's been in some. Have you ever seen Hobo with a Shotgun? <laughs> yep. Blind Fury is one blind of my Fury. favorite movies. He plays a blind swordsman. Yeah. And I mean, that is so fucking. Y- you awesome. remember they have him in the back of a truck and he throws his sword out mm-hmm. and he like counts the counts the time to like when they stop. Yep. And like he knows like how far back to go find his sword. Right. Yeah, that, that that was just a good movie. Or a scene where he cuts the wasp in half. Dude, <laughs> fucking basically stick, man. All right. If you guys don't know who stick is, uh, read a Daredevil comic book. <laughs> well, don't read new Daredevil. Read old Daredevil. 19, actually 19, 1985 to 90. Yep. That's where you'll, you'll get a good. And that's where you'll actually get some decent information and not this exodus of hodgepodge <laughs> excrement that is now being thrown out at longtime comic fans such as myself my, uh, my next no bitterness no, <laughs> no bitterness hashtag no bitterness <laughs> my next one is, um, this is an obvious one but Lord of the Rings ah uh, yes the Tolkien series yeah, yeah, Tol- Tolkien was pretty awesome man. Now, like, well, you know, but let's go in chronological order I mean you had the Hobbit first the Hobbit first so they, they're they're back again in the, if you go to in the books it's the Hobbit mm-hmm, then the, they're back again mm-hmm, and, and then is it uh, Desolation of Smog? Desolation of Smog, and mm-hmm. then Battle of the Five Armies, and then Return of the King, right? No, no, no. That's Lord of the Rings. Well, I thought that was one of the books. Return of the King. No, it, they're all books. I yeah, mean, well, I'm just trying to think of what. But order in the they were in, in the Lord of the okay, well, from the Hobbit, you have the the first one, the Hobbit, and then that's comprised of I think well, it's one solid book, but three different story chapters, mm-hmm. and um, well, multiple story chapters, but it's all one big ass book. Yeah. So you have the Hobbit, and then you have the Lord of the Rings series that came after okay. that. So after for after the Hobbit, it's Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, then the Two Towers, and then the last book in the series is Return of the King. Oh, okay, okay. So a a, a quick rundown for anybody that hasn't le- read the books. You know, it's a, a Hobbit is basically a little person. They With big hairy feet. Big hairy feet. And Gandalf the Grey, one of my favorite characters in literary literary history, Gandalf mm-hmm. the Grey comes to Bilbo Baggins, the main character, and says, let's go on this journey. Let's go on this journey. I forget where... Well, the idea is that he he basically wants to hire Bilbo as a burglar. And the the 12. Yeah, and with the... For the the Dwarven Prince, or at this point, the Dwarven King. What was his name? uh, Uh, Thorn Oakenshield. Oakenshield, yeah. And... um, I love that they, in the book, they make the little uh, mark on his door, and they all keep knocking on his door. Yep. Coming in, uh, was it like almost like a moon rune? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So they basically get him involved to be a burglar to steal the uh, Arkenstone from Smog, right? Yeah, from from underneath Smog, and that's you know they go on the adventure and there's a big battle at the end. Dwarves and, and ogres and dragons, humans, and <laughs> everybody, everybody's in it. And then after that, you get the Lord of the Rings series. But what I think is funny, though, is that they... I really wish they would have 
figured out a way, or I, will, I wish Tolkien would have written more about the uh, precursor to The Hobbit. Okay. With Sauron the Deceiver, a sealed oh, yeah. You know, all that. You know, the forging of the ring and all those wonderful things. The 12. You know, yeah, exactly. You know, the 12 rings, one ring to rule them all. Blah, rule them blah. all. And, um, but they didn't. He didn't write those books. He just did a really elaborate history on it, which is wonderful. And then you have the Lord of the Rings series. Right, right. And then later on, they made the movies, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny that they start off with Fellowship of the Ring and then bounce backwards to The Hobbit. Hobbit kind of like what Star Wars did. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it. They're they're going backwards. I don't I don't like this. I, I, like, I, I really loved uh, Ian McKellen as Gandalf. Yes, like, definitely. I, I thought that was really good. Like to like to be perfectly honest to all the listeners out there, the very first book I ever sat down and read cover to cover was The Hobbit. Nice. That's the very first time I committed and, like, read an entire book cover to cover. See, the first time I tried to read The Hobbit it was actually a copy in Braille that my grandfather had. Whoa. And he was trying to teach me how to read Braille by teaching me how to read The That's Hobbit. That's got to be hard with words like Bilbo and Braille. Well, <laughs> it is, but it isn't. I it's a good way to, good place. They, it's good, though. There are certain Braille patterns that you can easily formulate words without having to use so much space. Then there are other ones where you literally have to spell it out. Spell out the words. With the, with the Braille patterns. And it is really fucking awesome. I actually wish... Actually, he still has that somewhere in his house. I should actually see if I can get that. That would be cool. Be I always cool wanted to... I mean, that was the thing. I always wanted to learn how to read in Braille. It's not easy. Like, mm-hmm. my big thing is because I, because, I work in a ki- because I work in a kitchen, my fingertips are all callous and stuff. Right. It'd be really hard for me to feel like the tiny little subtleties of braille yeah it's easier for my right hand than it would be for my left because well you play the guitar yeah, i play the guitar and my left hand has a whole bunch of callus on it so i'd have to read it right-handed but yeah, it's not really that hard once you learn the alphabet and you pick up a few lessons yeah. on it you know it's, it's really interesting mm-hmm. it's fucking super interesting especially like with me because i get migraines like a motherfucker now and then just when i to try to read, your eyes and read yeah just close your eyes and just drift your fingers across the book tell you know? you, let your fingers tell yourself a story right <laughs> that's not a bad thing no that's it not isn't a bad thing at all well it's a handy skill to have <laughs> so uh the next one i have is uh princess bride <laughs> Carrie Elwes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I always loved like when he's got the uh, the cups with poison in it. Oh yeah, it's like, like I know that you would know that I would know <laughs> that you would know that I would switch the cups. <laughs> they were both poisoned. <laughs> they, they were both poisoned. <laughs> both poisoned. But I took the. It was it like he was. Uh, he is immune. Immune. He, yeah. He took little doses over extended periods yeah. of time. And that Andre the Giant. And yeah, that that I thought was so fucking cool. That's actually what got me to watch that movie because yeah. I had already seen him in WWF. Uh, I'm Montego Montoyo. Mm-hmm. You killed my father. Prepare to die. He later on to went go into the movie or show movie show the show criminal minds criminal minds oh yeah yeah that's right that's right princess bride was a lot of fun for me just it was a great movie just because of the characters Mm -hmm. the the, the characters were like um was i'm drawing a blank the main character the guy that wore the the black carrie ellis yeah yeah Uh, dread pirate wobbits that's (laughs) right and i I love the like the swamp rats yeah That that, that's another one that if you guys haven't watched that movie fucking watch that movie yeah that movie was definitely awesome i loved that movie but uh, you know there's actually quite a, a wonderful array of fantasy movies out there like legend legend dude legend was i loved you know how i feel about rush mm-hmm. but i loved 
the score. Oh yeah, I fucking loved it, dude. I fucking you know, Tim Curry, Tom Cruise. I don't know who played the princess. I just love the fact that Tim Curry was the devil. <laughs> yeah, it, well, every part of that movie to this day fucking holds up for me. Right. Like I, I love like when the, the um, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise's character, and the dwarves are like in Tim Curry's like basically hell, mm-hmm. and like they're trying to get out, and he's like. We're barbecued, <laughs> and like uh, that one uh, elf gets shot shot through the hat, and it breaks, yeah. it breaks his bottle of liquor. And, I, and you're like, oh man! <laughs> wow, it's been a long time since. Or I've seen like that uh, one. when they approach the lake, and the fucking lake goblin comes out, and mm-hmm. you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, right? and he, he cuts his head off, and it's all. It's it's been such a long life. Actually, actually, if I'm not mistaken, that was Tom Cruise's first movie. It was, yeah, first it was. And I'm drawing a blank on who who played the princess, but it's like all the visuals in that movie were amazing. Yeah. Oh, I mean, for the time. <laughs> well, to this day, like I haven't watched it in probably ten years. No, it's been longer than that. Put it this way, I think it. W- I was. Still in middle school last time I saw that movie. It was a good movie, man. It, it was. It was a it really was. good movie. Like I, I, that was one of those VHSs that I watched like over and over and over. Right. Like uh, when um, the goblins cut off the uh, unicorn's horn, because mm-hmm. that's the whole point of the movie. Yeah. They're trying to save the last unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> they could have called it the last unicorn, honestly. Right. But I probably wouldn't have watched the movie if it was, oh, the last unicorn. I'm like, that's a girl movie. So they just call it Legend. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's just cast Tom Cruise and call it Legend. <laughs> <laughs> People will watch it at that point. Yes, they will. So how do you feel about the next one being uh, The NeverEnding Story? Eh. I, I like The NeverEnding uh-huh. Story. That, 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 I, I don't know if you call that fantasy, but it was... Um, it kind of yeah, is. You had, you, had, you had dragons, pirates, Indians. Uh, um, I would say it's a fantasy movie. I, you know, I, I would think. <laughs> well, like I, in particular for me, the one, the, like, uh, do you remember the nothing from that? No, dude. The, okay, so the nothing to this day still gives me a fear of dogs. <laughs> it, it, and yet you own one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a fear of like I have a fear of like, you know, this one couldn't fucking hurt a fly. Well, she hurts bugs, but. <laughs> stink bugs stink bugs but like the the nothing in the original movie was like this it was called the nothing because it was everywhere all the time <laughs> it was like it was like everywhere all the time everywhere all the see and it made my mic fall it was like don't talk about me but it was like everywhere all the time and it took the physical form of a wolf hmm. and what i still to this day have dreams of a to- of a talking dog hmm. because this thing fucking Sebastian was the main character and he was like talking and threatening him with like this Jim Henson type of pu- <laughs> dog face puppet you know? <laughs> and, you know, and to this day dude, <laughs> it fucking creeps me out man fucking puppets man <laughs> he's like I am nothing <laughs> 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 that shit gives me the willies man I am the nothing <laughs> uh, yeah. what's, what's, uh, what's another one of your favorites oh let's see Going through the list, man. It's it, it like uh, there's so many good ones from when we were kids, and they're like there was a lot of B B fantasy. What was movies. that one with Sean Connery where he's wearing like the red leather and shit? You know, like he's like basically wearing like a red leather S and M suit. <laughs> um, Man of War or something like that. Mm, I don't know. No, it started with a Z, but it was that was a weird one. That was a weird one. <laughs> what was it? I, well, I mean, he wore red in Highlander. Well, no, it, it was like red leather S and M suit, and he had like a had a ponytail. 
It was Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I'll, I'll Google it. Fuck if I know. <laughs> watch this. Watch this. Sean Connery red leather suit. Showing pictures that match. <laughs> Hopefully we don't get. I found it. Hopefully there's no. It's problem. called Zor- uh, from 1974. It's called Zardoz. <laughs> Zardoz. S A R D O S. Wow. Yeah. Fresh from James Bond. See, look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll post a picture to the page so you guys can You know, I it. wish they would have included that picture in his commencement speech into the, was it, <laughs> the Actors Guild Hall of Fame. <laughs> like, that's 70s sci-fi. That's a straight-up red gimp suit. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, do you got any more? Mm, yeah, that's a thing. It's what about Thirteenth uh, Warrior? Mm, yeah, you can talk about mythological, yeah, mythological thir- fantasy. Thirteenth Warrior was a real good one for me. I, I was thinking about it the other day because I rewatched it, and the, uh, they called it the Fire Worm, the mm. Fire Worm, and mm. it was what it's it was a bunch of cave people, <laughs> yeah, a bunch of, bunch of cave people coming down the side of a hill with mm-hmm. fucking torches and so that that was. Uh, I always loved that movie because of uh, believe it or not, I really enjoyed. Um, uh, Antonio Banderas mm. is uh, acting in that. Yeah, he was actually really good in that movie. Where he like learned their dialogue just by watching them, mm, listening and watching. And they called him little brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that that one. Uh, that's another VHS that I've watched mm-hmm. over and over again. Well, another one that I like is actually Excalibur. Excalibur, that holy one of my shit! Favorites. Holy shit! Patrick Stewart was in that one. Yeah, actually. yeah. And so was Liam Neeson. Yeah, and then a whole throw of other wonderful characters. It's it's hard for me, like when we think of fantasy, it's hard for me not to throw in sci-fi. All right, but you know, like there's a lot of like sci-fi fantasy. You get well, it's lo- kind of like uh, crawl. Mm. Crawl. It's set in like a Flash mid- Gordon. Uh, yeah, you know. Well, I can't think of crawl without thinking of Flash Gordon. All right. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There's there's a lot of similarities. And then um, let's see. Like Excalibur was one of the, my favorites though. One of mine, uh, like the last one I wrote down, that was just like one of my favorites. Was a uh, was a uh, it was Sinbad and then Jason and the Argonauts. Yeah, nice. Yeah, like I I loved both of those movies. Like that that was like towards the end of uh, claymation and stop. stop. Well, no, it wasn't even towards the end. That was well, actually Jason and the Argonauts was. No, that was done in what the seventies. Jason and the Argonauts. I don't know the exact date. I'll have to look that up. But that's the last one I remember seeing. Like that's that. the thing. That Claymation lasted until the birth of CG. That's true. Which was that's in true. the well, mid like to late you, 80s. Well, you make a good point because there was a lot of Claymation like in Dawn of the Dead. Or, right. And, and Evil Dead. And Evil Dead. I mean, then those were main staples of the 80s. There, there's there's a specific thing I'm thinking about, like the large scale monsters that were, you know, like stop motion. You know, like you had like, like uh, the Hydra and Sinbad. They did that. I mean, that was the thing. They, they, they did that too. I mean... It was the claymation was used in all t- any kind of facet that it could be used in. Yeah, yeah, I mean the only thing that changed was just the quality. Oh, that's a good point. That's a, that's a good way to put it. That's yeah. why it stand, probably stands that's out the so last much. One, that's the last one I remember. I'll put it that way. Because the heyday of claymation was that bridge between the late seventies to the mid eighties, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then after that, CGI started getting developed a little and bit more. Then pra- practical effects, right? And then. By the time the 90s rolled around, he had movies like The Lawnmower Man, which were breaking the mold with CG. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden... Lawnmower Man was amazing, by the that way. That was a great movie. Job. Hmm. I was watching that the other day, actually. But then you also have, you know, your Robin Hood movies. 
Oh, okay. All yeah. the many, many different versions of them. Errol them. Flynn. Yeah, was, uh, nice. Just yeah. about to say, ranging from Errol Flynn to Russell Crowe. Yeah. <laughs> Earl, Earl, Earl Flynn's the first one I ever saw. Mm-hmm. He he did a movie that my dad had me watch when I was a kid. It was called uh, Swashbucklers. Yep. And I forget what his character's name was in that. Errol Flynn. <laughs> yeah, he, that far- dude had liked to party. <laughs> he liked the women. He li- he liked the women and the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, when you're a rich movie star, why the fuck not? Why not? So I'm trying to think of one more real good fantasy movie. Real good fantasy movie. Like let's say uh, I don't know, drawing a blank. I think we might have covered all the best ones. We co- definitely covered a lot of the really good ones. Um Conan was one of my favorites for yeah, sure. Con- like and the thing is I like the both of those movies for different aspects. I like the first one because it's the essential origin story of Conan. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, which integrates more of a D&D type of story where you have the thief, you have the mage, you have the barbarian, you have the the knight, which mm-hmm. is Bombata. Bombata. Played by Wilt Chamberlain, which was an awesome, you awesome see that role. Pic- you ever see that picture of them next to each other? Yeah, dude. Well, Wilt stood like seven foot something, Well, didn't I, he? I saw a picture of Wilt Chamberlain, um, I was going to call him Conan, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Andre the Giant all at the same time mm-hmm. of filming all those movies that we talked about. Yeah. Standing next to each other and fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger being the powerhouse still fucking... He was the smallest guy uh, in that yeah, row. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I think is funny. <laughs> But I mean, I actually preferred the second one more, yeah, because of the just the way it was written. It was definitely written in a very D and D story esque. Well, and then there's definitely a lot of like eighty seventies, eighties, and ninety like uh, fantasy that we haven't touched on. But what we've touched on was our favorites that, right. we, that we watched and what we enjoyed and why we love them so. Much. Yeah. <laughs> all right, brother. Thank you for recording with me, man. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. All <laughs> right. All right. I'm gonna. I'm going to invite you guys to listen to us again next time. And uh, thanks again for listening. Pray to calm. Pray to calm. (laughs) 